0: Isaac, by James T. Naismith Dr. James T. Naismith of Scarborough, Ontario, a physician and Bible teacher, continues his series on Genesis. Copyright by Everyday Publications Incorporated. used by permission. In our biographical studies in Genesis thus far, we have considered men of outstanding faith and faithfulness, Who attained great heights of spiritual success and had real mountaintop experiences with God. We may feel discouraged as we ponder their lives, realizing that the standard they have set is beyond us, and feeling that we can never soar in the realms of their communion with God, we succumb to their failures more often than we succeed in emulating their faith. When we come to consider Isaac and Jacob, we seem to be on a different spiritual plane their lives appear to be on a level closer to our own. Isaac lived an ordinary type of life with no really outstanding incident. Jacob's failures seem to stand out in the record of his life, he is portrayed to us as a schemer, yet an object of God's blessing and grace. Perhaps, on this account, we can empathize more with them, and we can take encouragement from the fact that both receive honorable mention in God's Hall of Fame, Hebrews 11 verses 20 and 21. The story of Isaac covers chapters 21 to 35 in Genesis, almost as long as the record of Abraham, yet, in fact, much less is said of him. Of all these fifteen chapters, only one is really devoted to Isaac, the others being more concerned with his father. Abraham and his son, Jacob, whose lives impinge on Isaac's. He is seen in Genesis as the ordinary son of a great father, and the ordinary father of a great son. We may, however, learn valuable lessons from each of the phases of his life, and indeed, may see in the record of Isaac some parallels with our own spiritual experience. We shall note briefly ten successive experiences of Isaac, with their instruction for us. 1. Born. Genesis 21 verses 1-5. Although quite an ordinary person, Isaac had quite an extraordinary birth, Requiring a divine miracle, his father, Abraham, was 100 years old, and his mother Sarah, 90 years old when he was born, see Genesis 2:11 verse 1717. 17. From a natural standpoint, considering potential for offspring, Abraham's body was dead, and Sarah's womb was dead, Genesis 18 verse 11, Romans 4 verse 19. The birth of Isaac then was supernatural, life from the dead so is the miracle of the new birth. We, though quite ordinary persons, had quite extraordinary births. Life was imparted to us when we were dead in trespasses and sins, Ephesians 2 verse 1. The name Isaac means, laughter, or, one laughs, and was given in view of Abraham's laughter of joyful gratitude, Genesis 17 verse 17, and Sarah's laughter of skeptical cynicism, Genesis 18 verse 12. Yet, significantly, it is this particular incident that the writer to the Hebrews selects as evidence of Sarah's faith, Hebrews 11 verse 11. Evidently, while momentarily she doubted and laughed at God's revelation, she accepted it by faith, and so was given supernatural strength to conceive, when she was past age, Hebrews 11 verse 11. She trusted God and judged Him faithful who had promised. 2. Boy Genesis 21 verses 8-11 The conflict between Ishmael, born after the flesh, and Isaac, the child of promise, born after the Spirit, is used by Paul in Galatians 4 verses 28-31 as an illustration of the conflict between Judaizers of his day and Christians. It is also a picture of constant warfare between the two natures in the believer, Galatians 25. We are not long born into God's family till we realize that there is an enemy within us, and a continual battle between the old nature and the new, the flesh, and the spirit. 3. Burnt Offering. Genesis 22 verses 1-4. Isaac's submission to his father's word and to God's will prefigures the believer's devotion to God's word and will. Like Isaac, we should be willing to present our bodies, in our case, a living sacrifice, Romans 12 verse 1. Is your all on the altar? 4. Bridegroom Genesis 24 Among the varied lessons for the reader of this wonderful chapter is the example of Isaac's acquiescence in his father's choice of a bride for him, not taken from the nation's roundabout, the world, but from Isaac's father's people, verses 3, 4. This surely illustrates the teaching, oft repeated through the Scriptures, that God would have His children take their partners, particularly in marriage, but also in business, etc., from among His own people. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14. Failure to heed this clear and definite scriptural command has brought untold suffering and sorrow to God's people. 5. Barren Genesis twenty-five verse twenty-one. For twenty years, Isaac and Rebekah lived together without a family. Compare Genesis twenty-five verses twenty and twenty-six. In his disappointment, Isaac did not resort to the method of Abraham, his father, Genesis sixteen verses one four. Perhaps Isaac had learned the lesson from the sad result of that action in his own life. Instead, he entreated the Lord for his wife an obvious example to us in our disappointments and frustrations. 6. Biased. Genesis 25 verse 28 The evidence of favoritism on the part of Isaac and Rebekah for Esau and Jacob, respectively, is a warning to us, leading, as it did, to conflict in the home, and resulting, on Isaac's part, from what Esau could bring to him for his personal gratification. We should beware of showing partiality in our home, or, indeed, our church, especially if our attitude is determined by personal gain. In spite of a possible mistake and failure to trust God in going down to Gerar, verse 1, Isaac was given wonderful blessings by God, divine guidance, verse 2, presence, verse 3, promises, verses 3, 4. It was not because of his own life and character that Isaac received all these blessings. They came to him because of the faithfulness of his father, Abraham, verse 5 So the blessings which God has provided for us are the result of the faithfulness of another. It is interesting and encouraging to us to note that, in spite of Isaac's subsequent backsliding and failure, God still fulfilled his promise of blessing to him. Verse 12 And the Lord blessed him. 8 backsliding. Genesis 26 verses 6-11 Isaac's failure at this time was strikingly similar to Abraham's on two occasions in similar circumstances, Genesis 12 verses 10-20, 20 20 colon 1-13, like father, like son. His actions resulted from lack of faith in God to protect him and a selfish desire for his own preservation at the expense of Rebekah's purity. This brought dishonor upon God's name and a rebuke from the world. 9. Busy Genesis 26 verses 12-25 Two characteristics of Abraham's life, symbolic of his faith, a tent and an altar, Genesis 12 verses 7 and 8, 13 verses 1 and 4, etc., also characterized Isaac, Genesis 26 verse 25. A further characteristic was a, well, Genesis 24 verse 62, 25 verse 11, 26 15-22, 25. Isaac was kept busy digging wells to obtain supplies of water, while his enemies persisted in preventing him from obtaining the water by filling up the wells. In Genesis 26 verse 19, it is significant that, springing water, is, literally, living water. Our enemy endeavors to keep us from finding the living water within God's Word, and we require to be constantly diligent and busy digging, reading, meditating, studying, learning. Isaac's meek, gentle spirit is again seen here in his attitude to the Philistines, not picking a quarrel with them, or standing up for his rights, but moving on to find water elsewhere, surely an example for us, see 2 Timothy 2 verses 24 and 25. 10. Blessing Genesis 27. One of Isaac's last recorded acts, blessing his children, is selected by the Spirit as evidence of his faith, Hebrews 11 verse 20. It is surely fitting that one who was blessed as Isaac was, richly and undeservedly, should bless others. We too have been blessed, infinitely beyond our merits, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, Ephesians 1 verse 3, as well as with countless temporal and material blessings. Should not our lives be channels of blessing to others?